Hello and welcome to The Palette, the podcast about language learning and teacher training by International House London. My name is Laura and today I'm chatting to Sean Walsh, who is the Head of Education at Chelsea Football Club Academy. We'll be discussing our foreign language programme for young players, as well as the benefits that being able to speak another language brings to those in the footballing world. Good morning, Sean. How are you? I'm very well, Laura. Thank you very much. Brilliant. So thank you so much for joining us on our podcast, The Palette. Today, I'll be chatting to Sean Walsh, who is the head of post-16 education at Chelsea Football Club Academy. Um, Sean, perhaps you can just tell us a little bit to start off what you do there at Chelsea FC. My role um, is engaging with players who sign scholarships here at at the club. So that will be boys who have... uh, completed their GCSE programme. So we've just recently received results for those boys um, from, they may uh, attend from our full-time school programme or they may have been on a hybrid programme. So they may have been on a day release programme and they join us on a full-time basis or we sign players from uh, other clubs so that we offer them a scholarship here at Chelsea. So my role is split in regards to two uh, specific areas. So I look at the statutory requirements for education, meeting all of the uh, requirements set out by the Premier League in regards to um, English and maths requirements for boys if they if they don't achieve it at GCSE level, and then um, statutory programmes that we run on our apprenticeship programme um, that all of our scholars will undertake for the two years. The other specific area that I have developed over the last six years while I've been in post is developing bespoke or individualised programmes for those boys who join us as scholars. So we have boys who may have achieved um, a very high GCSE uh, profile, sort of sevens, eights, nines levels, and they want to continue an academic programme. So we have a range of boys who've studied A-levels and even goes beyond that. We have boys who've enrolled into degree programmes and they may be are with our under-21 squad for a season or a couple of seasons, but then maybe go on loan as part of their football development. And I'm I'm, I'm really happy this year now we had our first uh, graduation of a, a player who completed a, a history degree and ended up with the 2-1. So there's that element of it. And what we've tried to do with that individualised programme is not just look at it purely from an academic point of view, but look at it from a personal development point of view and developing, helping players develop identities um, away from that of being just the footballer. So rather than an athletic identity, what else can we do to help them in their in their journey as a young adult into adulthood and all the demands that come with that? So for the past few years, a number of students at Chelsea Football Club Academy have been taking foreign language courses with International House London. Can you tell us a little bit about this initiative and the concept behind it? So several years ago, I was sent some information via the Premier League on International House, and I thought it would be an excellent option for players who maybe weren't looking at an academic qualification, but as I mentioned previously, were looking at developing themselves over the next couple of years. I think that the learning of a foreign language, and I'm sure we'll discuss it as we, as we go through the podcast this morning, developing those skills in the work environment which these young men want to actually develop and hopefully have a, a long and fruitful career in, developing those skills is 
an excellent opportunity for them to develop personally, but actually develop relationships across the field or the industry that they're going to work in over the next, hopefully, 10 years, possibly longer. And so having that sort of embedded skill and being able to converse with staff, teammates, fans, it's a global sport. Chelsea are, have supporters all over the world and being able to converse with those in the, the, that person's uh, uh, mother language is, is, is a great thing. And it's a, a marginal gain, as we say, in regards to their development. Uh, they may not see it as being that important in those first few years, but in years to come, I'm sure it will provide them with a great opportunity and who knows where, what, what it can actually lead to. Definitely. And we know that there have been some real success stories with one of your students even being named our Student of the Year recently. On the whole, how do you think the students have found the experience of learning another language? I think if I was to prioritise what the boys have got out of it, I think number one is enjoyment. The boys have, have really enjoyed it. Players in this environment, and I'm sure the tutors at International House have found this, that players are very time poor. The perception of footballers, they, they train and that's it, they go home. Some days may be a little bit like that, but most days for the boys are an eight, ten hour period here at the academy. And... They need to engage in a program which a they enjoy. They feel that they they're benefiting from it, but they actually find that the hour that they spend with the tutor, and then if they do some work independently themselves, it's enjoyable. And that's that's key to me in regards to them sustaining that and continuing it. So I think that's really really important. The basis of that as well is the relationship that they build with the tutor. We've had boys in small groups, but a majority of our boys have been one-to-one. So you've got to develop that relationship with the tutor. And I've had really positive feedback from our players over the last few years in regards to the sort of relationship with their with their tutor. And uh, I'm really glad to say that most of the players then have continued that program beyond, say, an initial uh, block of work. They've actually continued that with boys now who've studied for two years and hopefully it will continue through, as I mentioned earlier, from beyond their scholarship into kind of our our under-21 squad and even beyond that. And that's the flexibility that the programme provides us as well. That's crucial um, in regards to the nature of football. It changes very, very quickly in regards to players and their schedules and being able to have that flexibility with International House is crucial to us. So... Would you recommend that young football players learn a new language? Um, I, I think it's great that, that they do. I think challenging themselves is crucial in regards to being able, and I mentioned earlier on, being able to create maybe marginal gains between them and, and another player. It's a very, very competitive environment for young players. There's lots of information out there about how many players actually make it within the professional game. We have, in regards to Chelsea, we, we're very fortunate that lots of our players, because of the programme that we have in place in regard to our recruitment and development of players, lots of our players will end up as in profession, with professional careers. But actually challenging themselves to actually undertake something, taking themselves out of their comfort zone is crucial. It creates lots of skills within themselves, that self-discipline, that resilience. And these are skills that they're going to need 
within the professional career that they're hoping for. But even if it, if it doesn't work out, it's helping to develop those skills if, for example, they have to transition out the game. What else can I do? That's a question that I am often asked by the players and people outside the game is what else can they do? And that's my role crucial there is is that creating of a, a sort of a bubble around the footballer that if if that doesn't if that career doesn't fulfil itself in regard to what they're expecting, actually having those skills, having those qualities, those attributes and learning a language will provide them with that. But also even things that that at times they, they might not even think of. So lots of our players will get the opportunity to go and train with the first team. And that might, they may only find that out literally an hour before. They'll come in to train with the under-18s, 21s, and suddenly they're with the first team. Oh, wow. And, of course, first team Premier League sides, you've got a vast array of languages spoken in changing rooms. And a player just being able to go in and say hello in the language of that player that might just spark something in regards to the perception that that player, that senior player has of that youngster in that environment. And that might be something that can only be beneficial to them in in the long run. Yeah, definitely. So you've touched upon uh, there and previously as well, the international element within Chelsea and and the wider footballing world. So uh, do you think languages are important in that sense because it's such an international industry? I'd imagine the ability to speak another language is is really going to give you a, a plus in that sense. Oh, I mean, very much so. I mean, if I just look at our, our current environment within the academy and if I, if I look at it from a staffing point of view and the the number of interactions our players would have on a daily basis with performance staff, and what I mean by there might be medical, strength and conditioning coaches, the actual coaching team, which is made up maybe of two, three coaches, administration staff. We have a vast array of nationalities working within this environment. We want the best people, so you spread your net as far as possible. And those interactions that the player has every day, and if they're able to converse at times with that player or understand what that member of staff is talking about and being able to have that short conversation at lunch with that person or by the water dispenser just aids them in regards to their understanding, their development. As I mentioned earlier, it's very, very competitive environment and and players at times, I think the same in any environment. I remember back to my days when I was teaching in a group environment, individuals maybe sometimes don't want to put their hand up and go, I didn't really understand that, but therefore having that confidence sometimes to maybe converse in a different language or even with teammates. I mean, we have a number of foreign players here and just helping those people integrate into this environment is a great thing where a player can actually arrange to go and have a coffee with someone else and converse in that language and say, well, I'm learning Spanish at the moment. And they may struggle to understand them at times and the foreign player may think they're much more fluent than they actually are. And then suddenly the shock on the player's face, but actually as I mentioned earlier, actually taking that step, that risk to go actually have those conversations with it. And then then there are lots of studies out there in regard to the cognitive benefits of learning another language. And I think just the information processing of of a player, as I mentioned earlier, players are bombarded with analysis, data, opinions all day long. 
and actually then being able to fully be a processor can only be beneficial to them. And something you've touched upon there is the the scale of the staffing within the footballing world. There's so many different jobs within the world of football. So I imagine that the ability to speak a foreign language would be a real benefit to somebody who aspires to work in the footballing world as well. Very much so, very much so. I mean, in my six years here within the full-time programme, I've visited many European countries when we, we, we brought players in and I would, my job would be to go over there and help with that transition in, into that environment. But, I mean, I mentioned, I t- as I said, I touched on staff within the academy, but then you have a lot of uh, people outside of that within the commercial element of it, the media side of, our, of, of the club and our players will undertake media training and develop that. That, that, that skill, the commercial side, as I just mentioned there, but that might be within the club, but also links that they would have with boot deals or whatever it might be. And being able to converse, that opens up a bigger market. They become more marketable themselves if they can actually converse with with people throughout the world. I mean, yeah. we are guilty. I'm sure it's, we are guilty as speaking English as our uh, national language that we kind of, that's what we do. I think sometimes, I mean, should have mentioned this earlier on I think sometimes players have a perception of languages maybe from school Mm. and what's been great is that that kind of their perception of languages there is is changed greatly when they undertake the program with International House Mm. in regards to they're talking about something football that they feel confident about and they will converse there Mm. the way that International House developed the program for the player so that initial assessment and that gives the tutor the ability to actually set the lessons or set the standard of the way where they're going to work where we have group settings of course there's always that competitiveness between our players because that's that's a skill that they've developed being an athlete they want to compete they want to be the best in regards to that element of it but yeah i mean as it's mentioned lots of times it's a global game Mm. and it is a global game and and you just look at every night of the week, there's a game of football televised and it's all over the world. I mean, I'm I'm getting on a bit now and I can remember the FA Cup final being the only game that you would see once a year live on the television and now every night of the week and games from all over the world. So is that global market? Mm, yeah. And uh, sort of latching on to that idea of it being a, a global game, a global market, I remember in one of our previous discussions, you mentioned um, a few kind of language role models um, amongst uh, football players. I think you mentioned there was one player that speaks seven or eight languages, so he tends to do a lot of the media interviews. So who, in your opinion, are some of the the language role models in the world of football? Well, I mean, I look at previous manager here, Jose Mourinho now, I mean, currently in, in Italy and he will converse in many, many languages. And our, our players are privy to it sometimes, sort of the press conferences, especially around the European games, where you would have press teams, not just from the UK covering it, but you would have Spanish, German, French covering those. And the ability of a manager, someone like him or Carlo Ancelotti, to be able to converse in the language that journalists ask the question in, I think is just amazing in in regards to it and and 
I mean, an example stands out to me a few years ago, a, a player that was came through the academy here and was the first team is now at AC Milan for Kaya Tomori. And the way he developed, his, he went to Italy and he really took it upon himself to develop and learn the language and now converses his press conference in, in, in Italian now. And I mean, he's an example of, of current players who've now joined there. So someone like Ruben Loftus-Cheek, I'm sure, is following that same path in regards to developing his ability there. So they're just a couple of them. And I mean, it always surprises me sometimes as well, because there will be players here who maybe speak another language and don't mention it very often. And then they will just come out with it sometimes in in sessions that you're running and and it, there's that wow factor of, of that's a skill that we di- I didn't know, we didn't know that you had, and, and, and it's great. And that, that boosts them in regards to their confidence element of it as well. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of players here, someone like Cesar Azbalacueta, who, I mean, was the club captain until he left us this summer. But I mean, I was amazed re- reading about him this year. Now, he was awarded... Um, um, uh, qualification from Harvard Business School where he'd studied in English. He studied a qualification in English, so came to this country, really engrossed himself in in developing and understanding that language and then actually studying a formal qualification in that language. As again, it goes back to what I mentioned earlier on, it's challenging yourself and actually proving to yourself and developing that that self-discipline, that motivation, that intrinsic motivation is crucial in this industry. Mm. So following on from that, so this idea of challenging yourself and, and having motivation, I think in the UK in particular, there can often be apprehension around language learning. So what would you say to someone who likes the idea of being able to speak another language, but isn't sure where to start? How would you encourage them to take the plunge? I think, I mean, and this is the support I've been given from International House within when they, they would come in and, and talk to our, our players about the programmes. I think even simple things, I mentioned about the global game earlier, but sometimes just if the boys are away travelling, watching a game in a foreign language on the TV, or um, our boys are um, addicted is maybe a stronger word, but something like FIFA, playing FIFA, but putting it, putting it in a different language at times as that initial step. I think having that passion and our boys it being football as a career, but they, of course they didn't, it wasn't a career when they first started playing the game as a very young boy. It's, they use football as a vehicle to actually develop that understanding of the language. And that's, as I mentioned earlier, that's where International House have done really, really well with with the the planning and delivery of the programme in the sense of using football. So finding something that you're interested in and actually using that as that stepping stone into the language and trying to converse with people. I mean, we are in a, in well, I mentioned global football, but we're in a world where a city like London, multinational, you can walk down a high street and you see shops from various countries. And I think it's just... A, that ability, just even learning what please, thank you element of it. And that's just that initial step in regards to it. But I think, yeah, I think it's that taking that that initial step, speaking to other people. If you've had that experience of languages, say within a formal education setting, it's kind of thinking that's 
that that was then. That's how I did it within that environment. But this is very much different. This is a, a, a bespoke approach. Um, it's enjoyable, as I said at the beginning. You find it. You, know, you, you don't feel that you're learning. I think that's crucial to it. Is that the ability to learn while you're just enjoying it, and that's why our players become footballers. They enjoy it and. Most people would give their eye teeth in the sense of being paid to do something that they enjoy. They, they play football at the weekends, but our players enjoy it. It's hard work, but actually they enjoy that element of it. And then they, they find that language is enjoyable and therefore they can develop it. And that, right, I started in week one here, 12 weeks later, this is where I'm at. And being able to converse with their tutor is really, really beneficial and what what you hope from from my perspective is that they try off their own back outside of that environment of the lesson to actually continue to develop that so watching that game in spanish or listening to harry kane do an interview in Bayern munich Mm. where he's german is a very very early stage but actually right well he's doing that element he's not just uh having an interpreter all the time he's actually willing to actually pursue that and I think yeah, it's great. fans of football will buy into that yeah greatly definitely I saw him on the BBC breakfast this morning in some lederhosen which I thought was uh I did yeah yeah I did <laughs> see that yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> but it's, yeah. It's like you say it shows shows willingness it shows that he's engaging with, with the language with the culture so yeah. I think it's brilliant yeah yeah great well thank you so much Sean for chatting with us today I think on behalf of International House London we're really proud that we've been able to help some of your players develop their their language skills and get started on their language learning journey so we hope they will continue with that journey and we wish them all the luck in the future so thanks again for chatting to us hi you're more than welcome thank you very much indeed thanks a lot sean bye thank you bye bye